And we are now live. Emma, thank you for joining me today. Having me. I'm excited to do this. Excited or nervous? Both. <laughs> Both. You'll be fine, honestly. Um, so for those who not uh, don't necessarily know who you are, um, tell sort of them about your background and sort of why you're into jujitsu and psychology and nutrition and how that kind of all came together. Oh gosh, uh, like in a nutshell, or do you want me to like give a more detailed? Go crazy, go crazy. Uh, well, so um, I know a lot of people ask, I'm, I'm Nicaraguan and Slovak, because that's going to come up at some point. A lot of people always ask what my heritage is. Um, I, uh, gosh, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I basically got into jujitsu. The short answer is uh, my sister and two of my brothers were amateur fighters. Um, I had just gotten out of a bad relationship and was like, I just want to lose some weight, have some fun, whatever. Um, started kickboxing and did that for a few years. Um, I trained with my sister all the time. I never actually got in the ring or cage myself, uh, but I trained with her for her fights. Um, we, it was, you know, really cool bonding experience, um, all that stuff. And eventually I started working for one of the gyms she fought out of and was like, you know what, I'm going to give jujitsu a shot. Uh, I did, I bought a gi, never looked back, and never did stand-up again. <laughs> um, and it was just, uh, you know, I got into nutrition because, uh, I mean, I've always been in good shape, always been an athletic person, played soccer, all the sports when I was younger, uh, into high school, but I quit um, when I was, I think, a sophomore. Uh, and I just really... Um, you know, wanted to get back into that, uh, I guess that like that athletic life that I used to have. And I just started focusing on nutrition and how that helped my body. I wanted to look good, feel good kind of thing, but without doing anything crazy, I wanted it to be natural, all that stuff. And I just started studying nutrition on my own, uh, was into, you know, the stand up fighting. And then eventually started competing myself when I started doing jujitsu and, you know, weight cuts and all that stuff, like maintaining your weight is really important. So that deepened my interests uh, quite a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, just learning what works for your body, you know, food wise was really important for maintaining a healthy body for jujitsu and all those things. Um, and then eventually down the road, uh, I, uh, decided to go back to school for psychology and I was like, why not study nutrition? I get, you know, an Instagram message from the life university, uh, women's wrestling head coach, you know, why don't you come down and meet us? And, you know, she told me they were top 20 in the U S for nutrition. I was like, are you just going to sit here and put all my dreams on a silver platter? And I started wrestling and studying nutrition at life university. And, you know, uh, that I guess in a nutshell is uh, how I got into it, um, but you know it's it's a really cool uh, shift. Uh, I never would have guessed that I would be a thirty year old wrestler uh, in college studying nutrition and psychology, but I'm really glad I am. So um, yeah, I'm well, sorry I'm still nervous. <laughs> Honestly, like um, pretty much got all the information out there that was relevant and needed, which is which is always great. Um, so what, how long have you been doing sort of wrestling and jiu-jitsu for in total in the sense of years, months, days, weeks? So I first got on the mats, I want to say almost 
five years ago. At the end of this year, it'll be five years. Um, I haven't been training for that full time. So I started, um, I, uh, you know, competed as a white belt. I got my uh, blue belt in like nine months. And then like, a year later, you know, like I'm still competing, but I just like had so many injuries um, at Blue Belt. I probably took almost like a, a year off here and there for injuries and whatnot. Then I left that gym, maybe not a full year, like six months. Um, and then I left that gym. Uh, wasn't, you know, like the right place for me. And I uh, kind of uh, quit jujitsu for a minute uh, for, you know, another like nine months or so and then got back into it uh, at a different gym. Uh, you know, was still planning on competing, but at that point I was like, you know, not really sure I was uh, going to compete as much. And uh, that didn't last long. I was like, screw that, I'm competing. Uh, and I left that gym and found, uh, cause it, you know, it just wasn't the right place for me competitively. Uh, you know, it just didn't fit uh, what I was looking for as a school and uh, found my coach now. Uh, so I've been like on and off training for about four plus years, but I've taken a, like, I want to say, um, at least two years off because when I found that coach, I was with him from January of last year through the summer. And then I started wrestling last year in the fall quarter for life university in October. So I quit that summer, you know, like moved, uh, you just can't do jujitsu at the same time as being a collegiate wrestler. Like even if you had the time, which you definitely don't, like your body's already torn up. Coaches don't want you doing that. So I started training, like I did wrestling for the whole school year and then uh, COVID happened and I just got back on the mats again about a month ago. Um, so uh, short answer, four and a half years, long answer, few years off of that. <laughs> So Just in case anyone wants to call me a sandbagger. So how long would you recommend, um, like, say, someone waits before they compete for the first time? Uh, honestly, I'd say that's just that's a personal thing. I don't think that you necessarily need to wait. If you start and you want to go and compete, go for it. I mean, I don't recommend doing it two weeks after you start. Um, maybe like give yourself a couple months, unless you have some kind of grappling background or uh, competition background in uh, combat sports, you know, maybe do it a little bit sooner. But I mean, I think it's a personal choice. I personally wanted to wait at least a couple, a few months, uh, because my sister as I said, it was an, uh, an amateur fighter and she took like two classes and was like, I'm going to do the Atlanta open. And she went and got second or third place. And I was like, if I don't get anything, if I don't get gold, like this is going to be such a big deal. If I train actually like spend time on this, like this sport, this art, and I don't win and do better than my sister who only took a couple of classes, like I will never hear the end of it. So it was my goal to go out and just win. Uh, and uh, so I waited, I want to say like six months or so. Um, but yeah, and I did go, I won, don't worry. It's a quality thing. I mean, I've been going six months. Um, Obviously, COVID's coming and stuff like that, which is pain in the back. Yeah. But I still don't feel like I'm anywhere near competing. I'm like, I'm shit. <laughs> that's, that's totally fair, though. Like, you know, one of the biggest things that I think is uh, 
I, I think something that makes such a huge difference uh, in the way you compete, the way you train for competing is your mindset. Like if your mind is not there, don't go and do it because you're not going to go, you're not going to step on those mats with the right headspace and you're not going to perform to the best of your capabilities. So if you're not there mentally, like don't push yourself, you know, wait until the time's right. Like that's why I said, it's like, it's a personal choice. Like some people are like, oh, I'm ready for this, you know, and they just, you know, hit the ground running with competing. And some people are like, nah, I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm going to take my time. And, you know, every, every journey is different. So yeah, I mean, do it suits you. Mm. I just don't think I'm good. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I you know, and I want to win, but I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, win. that's fair. That's fair. And I mean, no one wants to lose. Um, but I, I do also recommend if you do want to like compete, don't wait too long. Don't let that hold you back because you're also going to change the way you train after you compete the first time. Like you're gonna go out and have it, you know, like a totally live match and be like, oh, okay, okay, I get it now. Or you don't really get it, you know, you're still white belt, but like you start to like things click. Um, but yeah, it, it's it is really good for you. Even if you lose, you learn a lot. So don't wait like five years to compete. Is what I'm saying. Like hit, take your time, but not too long. Yeah, I don't. I just don't want to lose. That's my problem. Lose. That's my problem. <laughs> Like if I had kids, they wouldn't be beating me at anything. I just I couldn't hand, I can't handle it. I'm I'm not a good loser either. It's not fair enough. I hate losing too, and I have not had a good run uh, as a blue belt. I won everything at white belt, which is you know whatever it's white belt. But like blue belt came like won a few things here and there, but I've lost a few things that I'm not very happy about. So it definitely gets under your skin. And sometimes it can be hard to come at, like back after a loss, but like that's when you just like pick yourself up by the bootstraps. And like, that's just part of the, you know, what you go through, you gotta lose. So that's one of the cool things about jujitsu. You're not going to win everything. True. Very true. It's such a, um, and it's such fine margins, you know, the littlest mistake. And yes. about it very quickly, you're like, Oh shit. Mm -hmm. No, that's so true. Um, especially like the the more and more you get into it, the littlest things will cost you. It's yeah. Mm. What do you What do you do for um, like competition prep for yourself? So if you're gonna go and compete, uh, kind of get ready for that. And I don't have like one set thing. It's kind of always evolving. I'm I'm one of those people. I feel like you should always be learning and always uh, analyzing. You know how your your body, your mind uh, react to the things that you're doing. Um, for me, uh, in the past, I'm trying to change this a little. I'm trying to. Uh, I I used to run a lot, and right now uh, my athletic trainer told me to run a little bit less over the summer. She was like, you should be bulking before wrestling season starts. You're going to be losing a lot of weight. You're going to be losing some muscle because, you know, we're, you know, cutting, you know, every single week. Um, I sweat a lot, so it's easy, but still, you know, you burn a lot of muscle still, um, you know, but running was something like, it's like that weird mindset. Like if I'm not doing certain things, like I feel like I'm not prepped, even if I am there physically. Um, I, I like to clean up my diet a lot. Um, no drinking at all uh, for wrestling uh but uh, you know jujitsu you know i'm 30 years old so you know the summer is a fun time to party but like if i'm prepping for a competition i really shouldn't be drinking my diet needs to be cleaned up nothing no crazy sugar no carbs uh and i used to run every single day at least like three to four miles 
And um, that to me is something that I am going to try and change, at least for jujitsu. Wrestling, you know, we still have to keep, you know, we have to cut weight. So we're not really supposed to cut weight, but you cut weight for wrestling. Um, so I will have to run for that. But jujitsu, you get to choose what weight class you go into. Um, I can keep my walking weight. Uh, at a really reasonable place and I would honestly like to just compete at like at my walking weight but wrestling it's a whole different dynamic your coaches are like um you're wrestling at 43 okay bye thanks uh so I don't really have much leeway there um uh but other than that um sleep is really important uh I'm trying to incorporate more yoga into my prep keep your body just well rested well recovered uh lose all the things. If you're not taking care of your body, you're not going to train as nearly as well, in my opinion, at least for me, and you're not going to compete as well. So um, a lot of it is about uh, prepping my mindset too. Uh, I, I'm trying to really set my mindset before I step on the practice mats. So that way, when I step on the competition mats, there's, you know, um, I've already been there throughout the, the months leading up. So um, is, that, is that a good answer? <laughs> yeah, no, that, 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 um, that covers it very well. Because obviously, like I said, you, you've got to get your mind ready and your body ready. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you've got to make the weight if you're wrestling. Jiu-Jitsu, you don't have to worry about that so much. And it's kind of, there's loads of different variables there because if you're going to compete in Jiu-Jitsu, well, your setup's going to be very much different to competing at wrestling because, you know, you've got to make that weight. And also different they're different sports to an extent you know you're gonna have to yeah. prepare mentally differently um with a different attitude and so yeah no it makes sense like you said no days uh, no real competition is the same for you because obviously it differs every time as well as exactly. other things in life right you know friendship groups and stuff yeah like that. they can make a difference mm -hmm. very true yeah it, they, they're different sports though really <laughs> it's so wild like it was so similar but so different um, but yeah, every, every competition, I feel like I'm prepping uh, a little bit differently just because I like, always learning, always changing. And like, as a grappler, I'm still basically a new, you know, like four years, four plus years really isn't that much. Um, so I feel like I'm always trying to learn how to do things better. If that makes sense. And one of the things I love about wrestling is I've learned a lot about competition, competing mindset, all the things. And I'm trying to apply that to my jujitsu. Um, one of the reasons why I got into wrestling was like, I know mindset is everything. And like, I, it, it was just such a, like, I knew it would be such a challenge for me. Um, but I knew it would just teach me so much about like the grit every single day, the grind, like you have no choice. You do this, you can compete just about every single week during season. If you're, unless you're injured. Um, and then just like, you know, the actual practices, wrestling practices are wildly different from a jiu-jitsu practice um like at my school at bruno frazado's um the pace is fantastic um but there's still you know practices are at least two hours for wrestling and uh it's basically even when you're drilling it's live drilling the entire time it's just go 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 and you're very rarely on the ground for women we do freestyle so you're just always in stance standing unless you someone's taken you down or you've taken somebody else down um, so I knew that would be a really good experience for me to take, uh, into jujitsu and just kind of evolve how I train 
compete everything. Um, so I'm still learning. I've only had one season of wrestling. Um, I'm excited to go into this next season uh, with what I've learned from last season um, and see what else, you know, like what, what else I'll learn, how I can progress from there and, you know, all the things. How did you get the, the nickname? That's, uh, it's, been, it's been bothering me a little bit. I'm trying to work it out. <laughs> Uh, so that actually started off as a joke um and like so it's funny is it kind of just worked it just fit uh especially like when I was at my first gym I inverted all the time would just always be on my shoulders and whatnot just rolling in a ball I'm like honestly really for no other purpose other than I was trying to evade stuff um but I was you know, really terrible at turning my inversions into something uh, worthwhile. Uh, but so in a nutshell, um, this is going to sound really silly. I'm on Facebook and one of my friends is a server and, you know, servers always have funny stories or, or you know, rants that they're going to relate on Facebook. And this one time he's just like, ah, oh, this grown man came into the restaurant and you know, ask me with a straight face to call him Thug Panda. And so he's basically just on Facebook, like, why would any grown man want to be referred to as Thug Panda? No, I will not call you Thug Panda. Um, and I commented on there, I was like, what if I want to be called Thug Panda? And he was like, I already thought you were Thug Panda. Why is this even a question, Thug Panda? So that ended there. And maybe a week or two later, I'm uh, sitting down with one of my buddies, Quentin. Uh, he's uh, my instructor at that gym. And uh, he's a good buddy of mine. And, you know, we're just chilling. And he's like, you know, when you start fighting, I think that you should put your fight name on the back of your t-shirt on the bottom with a hashtag or maybe something like hashtag hug life or hashtag thug life. And I'm just like, well, what about hashtag thug panda? And he was like, that's it right there. And then I tell another one of my friends that, and he ends up uh, having Thug Panda embroidered on a gi like that week. So I was basically like, okay, I guess, I guess this is a thing now. And ever since then, everybody calls me Thug Panda or Panda. Um, one of my friends calls me Thug, which I find hilarious because I'm not thuggy in the least. Um, but <laughs> it's uh, yeah. See, with like your hood up and that slap. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, no, that's not me. Um, um. Yeah, exactly. No, but I, I've got a panda tattoo on my ankle now. Uh, the actual inverted panda logo. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of a done deal at this point. Um, but what's funny is a lot of people don't know that story, and a lot of times, like even people from back at like when it first happened, you know, are like, you know, she's just the panda. Like it just works. That's have you seen her roll? Uh, she rolls like a panda, and you know, so it kind of just was perfect fate <laughs> so how did you end up meeting um eddie as well obviously uh, was it did you go to 10th planet um, yeah uh last year at worlds uh i i try to get out there for worlds every year uh, i have since i started i've only competed twice at worlds um i was hoping to do that this summer but yeah no i just went out there uh i have a friend that i just met online and he and I just had really great conversations on Facebook and Instagram and he trained sober at 10th planet and I was uh, going up there for worlds and he was like you need to come train with me and you know just it's like yeah why not and you know go and train in no gi right before a gi tournament makes sense but um yeah uh world up and uh had a great uh class uh a lot of good uh roles in there and uh was 
honestly super excited to meet Eddie. And as you can see in that picture, I've got my total dork. I'm like cheesing so hard. It was really cool. Um, but I haven't been back since, so that kind of stinks. But it is what it is. Cope ruined that. Huh? You're gonna you're planning to this year or next year or what's the kind of? I'm I'm going to try to. The hard thing is is uh, I'm essentially a broke college kid now uh, at 30 years old, which stinks. So um, I'm trying to save up as much as possible, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and work during this upcoming season, which is difficult. I didn't last year, I wanted to get acclimated and I didn't work through the wrestling season, which just, you know, as a, as a 30 year old woman, you're like, oh my God, not having any kind of income really is just stressing me out like crazy. Like I was fine financially, but still just the fact that I wasn't working really got to me. Um, so there was that, you know, it costs a lot of money to fly out there. Um, and then uh, the hard part, though, which is why, like, I say yes, but when it comes down to it, it's really difficult to go from wrestling directly into a gi tournament. And my coach is not really fond of people just doing the big tournaments. He really feels like you should be competing as much as possible um, leading up to those tournaments. And uh, wrestling season ends, like, in the springtime. So... You know, it's, it's a winter sport, but I just don't know how much time I'll have to really prep for it. Um, it kind of, like I was surprised at how quickly it was coming this year, and like COVID obviously, you know, ruined that it was canceled. But uh, I'm gonna try to, but it's difficult to get to those, those uh, tournaments. So, when you train, um, when you train in the gyms, lift weights and stuff like that. Um, do you use that as like? Do you are you mindful of wrestling and jujitsu and stuff when you go train? Because obviously, if you're going to absolutely, it's not not ideal. Yeah. Own role. No. Yeah. So uh, I've never been a lifter. Uh, like I ha like I've lifted in my life, of course, but I've never been somebody that's done it consistently. I've never done it on my own. Um, you know, I still am learning a lot about uh, form and technique for all of it. Um, so I don't even feel comfortable lifting on my own yet because it's so easy to hurt your body. Uh, and I'm in this for longevity. I, I need my body to 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 go the distance. Um, but with wrestling, uh, there are mandatory lifts. So we have to lift, lift at least two to three times a week um, while we're in school, while we're in season. Um, and that's really where I started lifting more consistently. Um, and a lot of it is for injury prevention, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of muscles that you do utilize on the mats, but there's so many that you don't, like all those little muscles. And you know, not taking care of your full body uh, just opens you up to more injury. Um, and lifting is also used for rehab and stuff like that. Um, and honestly, like I'm one of those people, I was like really strong and it got me really frustrated that I started lifting. I was like, I know I can lift heavier than this. Why can I not do that? And that's when one of my friends was like, you really need to work on your technique. Um, so I started doing that this summer. Um, and I've started to make some progress. Um, which I'm really excited about, um, but I don't. I'm not doing like all these crazy different lifts. Like right now, I'm focused on deadlifts and squats and a few other like things for my shoulders. Um, and all of it is for um, wrestling and jujitsu. Like I've you know I've never been much of a lifter, but I'm doing it for the you know 
the sport. Um, I'm trying to take care of my body, strengthen what I can, and prevent injury as much as possible. That and I'm, now it's starting to get fun, and I just really want to see how much weight I can pick up, up off the ground and put down. So <laughs> yeah, that's the competitiveness in you. Wait, yeah, I just want to lift some more. Let's go heavier and yep. heavier and heavier. Yeah, I finally, I, I deadlifted 205 yesterday. My form was honestly kind of, oh. Um, and uh, my partner was like, you want to go down? And I was like, no, I'm already here. I just made it. We're not going below. Um, yeah, I had to bite the bullet on that one and had to drop down to 95 because I was like, ah, my form's not good enough. Let's, let's not destroy my low back. <laughs> and uh but yeah no it, it's i'm definitely starting to feel that competitive little itch with it at least with myself like i don't plan on competing in any kind of lifting competition uh but competing with myself yes for sure that's begun um yeah, yeah. well I'm, I'm the same um because in the sense of that wanting to lift more and more and more um but there was one time where i was in the gym and um a friend of mine was doing deadlifts and he had 200 kilos because obviously I know over there it's pounds isn't it so he had 200 kilos on the bar and um you know he was doing a few reps and he was like mate you can't lift this and I weren't even I wasn't even warm or anything right so I woke up I was like this bar is coming off the fucking ground like mindset <laughs> so I get the bar I struggle like anything like I'm pulling you know the poo face I'm like <laughs> I get it up, right? I hold it at the top. I come back down. Worst thing I ever done, right? Fucking my back. Every I was I was injured. I ripped myself off for like a month. Like I went and laid no. down. I went and laid down back at the gym. I was just like, Why did I do right? this to my? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, I got the weight off. That's all that mattered. I don't care how injured I am now. I lifted it. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, like, I feel like that's when I started training. Like, I was just always, like, as hard as possible every single day. Like, when I was a white belt, I was doing three-a-days and stuff like that. And, like, I'm finally at that point where I've really just, you know, uh, maybe it's my my advanced age. I don't know. Or, but, you know, I finally, like, got myself to calm down and, you know, had that talk with myself. Like, Emma, this is the only body you've got. <laughs> you're getting older, take care of yourself. Like training is more than just going as hard as possible in the gym. Like you've got to take care of everything. So that's where I had to like bite the bullet. And, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes like I'm, it's killing my competitive nature, even though it's not, but I was like yesterday, I was like, Emma, drop the weight down, work on your form. Your technique needs to be like there before you can lift heavier um and it's it's hard because it feels like you're pulling yourself back but really you're taking a step back to take five steps forward um yeah it's hard though because like you just want to lift that weight off the ground yeah i'm sorry do you work on mobility at all like uh, yes shoulder movements stuff like that because obviously you, do it, you need to be quite mobile definitely mobile. do um not as much as my athletic trainer would like me to <laughs> Uh, I try to do stuff three days a week or th three days, three times a day, every day, uh, especially for my shoulders. Uh, I, I think that you could probably talk to any wrestler and ask them, oh, how are your shoulders? And they'll be like, oh, they're still working um, or not, actually. Um, I'm always trying to do stuff for my shoulders. I've dislocated this one. Um, so I kind of have recurring issues because uh, it happened when I was uh, either a white belt or a new blue belt. And I just never took care of it. 
Um, and now I, if I don't do the mobility stuff, if I'm not stretching, if I'm not working, uh, doing the rehab or injury prevention, I notice a huge difference in how I'm training my recovery, how terrible my body feels after practice. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely try to spend uh, time doing that every day, rolling out my body, um, doing the right stretches, doing the right little um, strength movements. Uh, you know, with rehab, we work with a, a lot with dumbbells at lower weights. Um, and uh, right now I specifically have been working on uh, shoulder mobility um, at the beginning of quarantine. And then actually now I'm, uh, I've switched my focus per my athletic trainer to stability. So mobility was a big thing for a minute for me, um, but now I'm working on stability for a few things. So mainly shoulders, hips, neck, like all the things. Basically my whole body is shot, so I've got to work on it everywhere. <laughs> That's what my chiropractor told me too. Yep. Uh, I've posted a few things about shoulder mobility, but yeah. Oh no, go ahead. You like yeah. By the out there because <laughs> no, 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 go 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 i want i want to know no no no, no, no. you're good go ahead you said you've posted some stuff about shoulder mobility yeah and uh, i was just say like I, I posted some of the exercises but i generally feel like my uh my viewership is not really there for <laughs> videos like that um so i i just don't like post that sort of content uh, i thought about it but meh, i feel like people can look that crap up on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> no, you should still do it if you're passionate about it, right? Yeah, I, people do ask me about it. Sometimes I'll get some messages, especially from older athletes, um, which I actually really do enjoy those messages. You know, they're like, hey, like, you know, I'm an, I'm an older athlete too, and I'm having this sort of issue. How do you, you know, deal with this and this and that, um, which is really cool. I wish I was better at checking my messages. Uh, I get a lot of just junk messages from like you know like, I can't tell you how many messages just say hey I'm like okay um not gonna answer those um so just filtering through is tough but I really like getting messages from people asking about running or what I do for recovery stuff like that uh one person uh was not even like accustomed to icing themselves after running all the time or training and this guy's like I'm I can't remember how old he was but I think I think he was in his late 30s or early 40s, and I'm like, you should for sure be icing your stuff after you train, dude. <laughs> so I, I do like that stuff, and so um, that's why occasionally I will post stuff about mobility or whatever, um, but for the most part, um, it's been kept to a minimum this summer, so. What do you do, um, like, nutrition-wise to help sort of supplement your training as well? Because obviously, you know, we're talking about the training aspect. What about nutritionally fueling yourself? So, yeah, that's a really um, – I like that question a lot. And that's um, something, again, like I've been trying different things with my body. Um, right now I'm actually eating way more meat and I've added more carbs to my diet. When I first started, um, you know, I ate a very – uh, a very clean diet with not limited meat. It was still high protein, high fat, but I focused more on my veggie intake and I tried to uh, really keep a varied diet. Um, but that was also when I was uh, competing at lightweight uh, and I found that, that was necessary for my body in particular to try and eat, uh, you know, as many vegan meals as possible. Um, I would eat basically vegan throughout the day 
and would, uh, you know, eat meat at night. And that really helped me keep my body uh, fat down, my weight down. Uh, my walking weight was ridiculously close to my comp- uh, my com- uh, competition weight for uh, jujitsu. Um, but I found that I compete better. I stress less when I'm super focused on, uh, staying at lightweight. And my coach told me he uh, thought that I would compete better at middleweight. So, you know, that allowed me to, you know, explore a little bit more with my diet just because I wasn't like, okay, I know this works. I've got to stick with it. I was like, okay, I've got a little bit of, uh, room for leeway here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I started experimenting more, especially during wrestling. Um, I started, you know, i when I started wrestling, I honestly was not concerned at all about my calories. There was times I was, Oh my God, I hope my coach doesn't listen to this. There were many days I was eating like 4,000 calories a day, but you know, I'm, I've got two hour practices lifts every, you know, two to three times a week and I'm running at least four miles every single day. Like I was using all of those calories. Um, and you know, I was living with a 21 year old, my roommate, Bree, uh, wonderful, amazing, human being. And we were just like, our synergy was great. We were going to yoga, running together, doing all the things together. And, um, you know, I started, you know, just watching the, how this 21 year old ate, I still eat really clean, but you know, like I started like going out more and like, you know, getting tacos on the weekends, you know, going, getting some pho or whatnot. And, um, you know, after we, uh, weigh in, uh, for wrestling, we're eating like turkey and ham sandwiches and, I kind of lost my fear of carbs during wrestling, which I kind of thought it would be the opposite, uh, that I would be more afraid of, you know, like what I'm eating because we have to worry about our weight so much. Um, but it actually did the opposite. I was like, I am this lean, my body fat is this low and I'm still eating crazy sandwiches. I think I'll be okay eating bread. Um, so since then, I've realized uh, I've, I've been able to incorporate more carbs into my diet and switch my mindset up to, uh, you know, really, you know, like we, we can say I'm, I'm feeling myself for real. But like I really was able to change that mindset where I'm like I'm fueling my body for this performance based sport later on. So I do need to eat carbs, you know, during the day. I do need to add that stuff in more. Um, and uh, now, um, just because my roommates are basically carnivores too, I've been eating a lot more meat. And I'm really curious to see how that changes my body, uh, especially now that I'm powerlifting. My uh, AT told me not to run so much to try and bulk a little over the summer. So um, I've, I've really just tried to focus on eating good quality meat. Um, the right kind of carbs. I still try to like, you know, get the whole grains in, um, and still need to get my veggies in, but honestly, I've just been eating a lot of protein and fat and it's, it's been delicious. So (laughs) I hope it does well for my body because I like eating this way. So (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, again, again, it's one of those things that's just changed a whole lot. Like I'm just, I experiment. I think everybody is different. You've got to find what works for your body. So I think it's good to really try and evolve with your diet and just, you got to play around, you know, it's trial and error, see what works for your body. So So if you could be a um, professional athlete in any sport in the world, what would it be? That's, that's a random question for you. I'm frying in. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> for sure. Jiu-jitsu uh, and wrestling. Uh, that would be pretty dope. Um, but other than that, uh, 
you know, honestly, Mike. <laughs> yeah, ooh. You know, though, I mean, if we're talking money, it's a little bit different for women. Um, honestly, I, I feel like this is going to piss a lot of people off, but I would totally be in the WWE, man. That would be super cool. I would love to be one of those uh, female wrestlers. Like, that would be fun. You know, I, I feel like I like to entertain people. I like to wrestle. They do some crazy, like, there are still crazy athletes that do some awesome stuff with their bodies. Like, yeah, that would be fun. I'd do that. There you go. See? You, I bet you didn't know that you would do that before I asked you that question. <laughs> well, no. No, there have been a few times where I've seen it on TV. I'm like, oh, that looks kind of fun. I could do that. <laughs> but now I'm going to think about it a little bit more seriously. Maybe that's like what I'll do like when, when I realize that I'm just not going to win anything in jujitsu. <laughs> I'm sure you'll, you'll win plenty more, honestly. You'll be fine. And, and, and wrestling as well. You smash that as well. Mate. That'll be... I hope so. I really do. Um, so yeah, basically that's it for me in the sense of questions. What I like to do is kind of give you a couple of minutes to advertise yourself, shout out anyone you want. Um, you know, the floor is yours basically. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, I guess I should thank my sponsors. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, one of my favorite, I do want to shout out ever legendary. Um, uh, she's my Nogi sponsor and does all my crop tops, uh, uh, really awesome brand. Uh, it's great for women. They also have men's stuff. Uh, good for Nogi. Um, their spats are phenomenal. Love them. Um, other than that, uh, I, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, I, uh, if they want to contact you? Uh, Instagram. Uh, but honestly, this is going to sound horrible. The comments are always the best. I get a lot of ridiculous messages. I like struggle to open my inbox most of the time. I don't even unless I'm expecting something, or I just happen to see one of uh, you know somebody I'm like actually like speak to is written me you know across the top of my screen, which doesn't happen often. Um, comments. If you comment something, I will probably see it and I will get back to you. I'll probably message you myself. Um, emailing on my Instagram page, if you just hit the email link, it'll shoot it to my jujitsu email. I'll get that. Um, yeah, that's, comments and email is the best. Um, and if you're one of my friends, you know, text me. Uh, please don't call me. I don't want to answer that. <laughs> no, no creepy weirdos either, you know? No, that's the worst. Like I, I sometimes I really wonder what goes on in guys' heads when like they send me these messages. I'm like, you really? Uh, but yeah, please, please, please messages. I'm I'm not going to. I I, I don't know. I'm I'm not going to develop a relationship with you when you're across the world. I can, yeah. It's it's. I get some weird messages. Those guys are like, I'll pay you five hundred pounds for your feet. <laughs> show me. Show yeah, me well, if you're paying me that much, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> um, so it's been a pleasure, pleasure to chat with you. Um, I'll talk to you off uh, camera for a couple of minutes, anyways. But you've done well, smashed it, um, and I really awesome. appreciate your time. No, thank you. I appreciate you having me here too. It's, it's been a joy. Brilliant. Cool. Let's wrap it up there then. Thank you.